This podcast was produced by ORFM Dunedin with support from New Zealand On the Air. Settling in a new city can raise lots of questions. How does the bus service work? Can I join the local library? Where do I go to get advice on renting a home? Over the next half hour, the team from Citizens Advice Bureau bring you all the latest news and information of special interest to new migrants settling in Dunedin. Welcome to Resettling in Aotearoa with Citizens Advice Bureau. Kia ora koutou, um, my name's Anna. Welcome to our um, resettlement at, in Dunedin with Citizens Advice Bureau. So I'm the manager here. Today I have Svetlana Young. She's joined us. She's a financial and personal risk management advisor and owner of Safe and Shore New Zealand. Tēnā Svetlana. Yes, good afternoon. Good afternoon, Anna. Yeah, it's very, very uh, pleased to, to be in this uh, program and uh, I would be very happy to share my story and hopefully I will be very helpful. Welcome. Um, so later on, Svetlana will share with us the importance of insurance and some financial advice, including the various types of insurance. But firstly, as a migrant herself, we're going to hear a little of her background and what brought her to New Zealand. So, um, so please, we'd, we'd like to hear a little of where you were born in your childhood and what life was like for you, um, you know, in comparison to New Zealand. Mm-hmm. So you, tell, you were born in Latvia. That's correct. Yes, I was born in Latvia and uh, in the capital city called Riga. And uh, Latvia is a Baltic country uh, located uh, not far away from Finland and it's an ex-Soviet uh, country which is now independent and part of Europe. So, um, yeah, uh, my childhood, I was born in Latvia, but my childhood was in Russia. I moved to Russia when I was nine. And uh, due to family circumstances, uh, it's, um, you know, it was a very nice childhood. I was very happy. And uh, uh, I was uh, brought up by my two aunties and uh, uh, lots of cousins. So I was uh, in a big of a big family. Uh, and the city called Orenburg, uh, it's in the middle of Russia, sort of between Moscow and uh, Siberia and Mountain Ural, South Ural. Climate is minus 40 degrees in the winter, plus 40 degrees in the summer. So as you can imagine, wow. it, it will require lots of uh, stamina <laughs> yeah. to survive. In the weather like this, very lots of very extremes. Yeah, mm, yes, yeah. yes. And so, true. and what about the, the your sort of lifestyle and standard of living? You know, yeah. yeah. Mm. Okay, thank you for question. Um, the uh, lifestyle in uh, during Soviet system wasn't that bad because we have free education, we have got free medical service, we uh, we have got lots of uh, care at school, and uh, in fact, government and families always uh, focused uh, on their children's education and just to promote children just to have high education like having university degree and so on and my father played a huge role and inspired me just to actually be a computer engineer because I always liked math but also he always just uh, you know uh, helping me just to, to understand that it's important to learn in other languages so yeah. English was always my sort of hobby to learn and uh, I'm very pleased because when the system collapsed in 1991, uh, it was just uh, I was prepared because my English was good enough to actually communicate with people. Yeah. And so your interest growing up and in, in your education through childhood was pretty 
pretty good by the sounds of yes, it. Yes, absolutely. Um, well, we have a we have a um, like uh, lots of sporting activities, outdoor activities. It's all free, you know, school yeah. provided, and uh, also um, my personal interest. I used to go to choir. I like playing chess, and uh, I like. Um, you know, doing uh, lots of like a gl- club games, and it's, it was it's, it was very very happy childhood. You yeah, know? cool. Yeah, oh, the, yeah. No, it's just nice to hear about another mm. another country. You know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. So, and then after school, you went to university. Um. Tell us Cor- about that and what you studied. Correct. Um. So, uh, because uh, I was uh, brought up in the city, which is far away from Moscow, it's like twenty eight hours by train. And uh, but the education, the degree I choose to be computer engineer, and the city didn't uh, have the university for this specific uh, education, so I had to go to Moscow and uh, apply. And uh, I was very lucky; I was study for five years and become computer engineer. And uh, because on that time, like everybody need programmer, software programmer, and you know, and computer industry was booming on that time. Mm-hmm. And um, so, and uh, when opportunity was uh, in Latvia uh, to get the job and working as a computer engineer, of course, I just I, I moved back to my motherland, and uh, it was a very happy three years. Everything go very well until suddenly system collapsed. Nineteen ninety one was a big, huge uh, drama, and uh, nobody was ready for this and all the young engineer they lost their job instantly so then you have to be entrepreneurial i would say and uh, i was very lucky i was invited by um, american airline which is a joint venture of uh, latvian government airline and american airline merged together and uh, because of my computer diploma because my english and uh, my sort of like open opportunity type of uh, personality, I just start working. And I was very lucky for seven years I was working. And that was the beginning of its opening eyes for Western world. That yeah. the time I was learning a lot dealing with people from another countries because I was uh, working at airport dealing with ticketing and check-in. So it's kind of like one Part of me was in Russia, like like a ex-Soviet system, and part of me was in the new system. So I definitely always interested. Oh, maybe I have to go and travel. Yeah. And uh, one day, one of my friends who was a flight attendant, she just say, "Sidlana, you have to go to New Zealand." I said, "Where? New Zealand?" And as you can imagine, Latvia is not far away from Finland. And yeah. New Zealand on another end at the bottom of the world. Almost completely yeah. opposite. Yeah. Correct. Yeah. And uh, I was 28 and yeah. I thought, I can't miss opportunity. Yeah. This is opportunity. This is only giving once in a lifetime. And I thought, right, I will go regardless just for that curiosity. Yeah. Reason. So, which, so you came in on a work visa or did you have a job before you came or did you just no. come here as a visitor or? Okay, it's a very good question. It was uh, um, uh, like educational visa. Uh, oh, like yeah. A student study visa. visa, yeah. Correct. Studying, um, like improving my English and so on. Oh, yeah. And, yes. 
And when I came to New Zealand, you know, it was 1996. Um, I lucky I learned a little bit uh, how law, immigration law is working. And rather than relying on lawyers or immigration advisors, I just went to immigration service and just uh, applied while I was staying in New Zealand and yeah. being as a student as well as a tourist for nine months because I decided to stay in New Zealand just to, to experience new life. I applied for residency and within five months, wow. I got residency. That was a, that was a lucky that was, story. Yeah, but that would have been helped by your computer degree. Correct. Yeah, yeah my computer degree you, was... Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yes. Yeah, and so you first you lived in Auckland when you first, and that's where you met your husband. Yeah. Yes. Yes. I was introduced to Kiwi, uh, my husband, and uh, uh, you know, basically within the first year, and it was absolutely wonderful family. We we have got very happy life together. Uh, Fifteen years. We live ten years in Auckland, and then we moved to Nelson. Uh, for better lifestyle, more sort of like because we have a daughter on that time. It was our own daughter, and she was uh, five when we moved to Nelson. And Nelson is well known for good uh, education for children, outdoor sort of activities and everything. Yeah. So anyway, it's a great spot. Great spot for growing for children to grow, and uh, yeah, suddenly. Yeah, you know, my my husband was uh, diagnosed with critical uh, uh, illness, and it was so fast. Unfortunately, it was terminal, and he passed away. And it was, yeah. uh, you know, and my paradise, my heaven, kind of like my everything well settled settled life is uh, stopped instantly. Yeah, total upheaval. Yeah, I'm really sorry to hear about you. That you yeah. lost your husband. Yeah. Um, um. So you would have just had to rethink what you were doing, and and, and that, and you decided to go back to Auckland. Yes. On that time, we ran our own family business, and it was very successful uh, family business. And my husband was key person, and it's a medical. It's required lots of knowledge, and I couldn't take over and. Uh, moving forward with the business so it was time for me to rethink what I'm going to do and uh, yes I had to redesign myself totally and just see what how I can provide for me and for my daughter unfortunately at the same time my husband didn't have life insurance simply because he had pre-existing conditions and life insurance which is most important in this situation just to have some support I didn't have. So here I am in Nelson in a beautiful area called Mapua. Uh, my daughter has to go to school. I have to have a work and everything. And uh, it's it's all landed on my shoulder. And I, I had to think very quickly. So, yes, I moved to Auckland. But I just wanted to point uh, just one story which really changed my life. And uh, it, it's it's who I met and who I knew and who actually came to see me in Nelson and inspired me and her advice was so strong. And I'm very pleased that I, I followed the uh, advice of this person. So she's well known in New Zealand and uh, she basically grew in insurance industry. Her name is Naomi Ballantyne and she is the founder of three insurance companies. And she heard my story through the business community 
So she flew to Nelson, she met me, and she said, Svetlana, your story will help a lot of people. You have to be advisor. Yeah. So, yep, I got all my gear, and off we go. And within, I remember after her advice, basically within six months, I I start become advisor because I went to all courses and everything, what it's need to be. And, and uh, being insurance advisor, it, it's, it's constant learning. It's constant learning. And, uh, but it was enough knowledge for me to start selling medical insurance. And then I start moving to life trauma, income protection, and so on. So my point is, uh, you know, now when I actually, uh, seeing my clients and, and talking to people, even when I met someone on the road, I just share them with them my story. And and it's not that I'm trying even to sell. I just say, look, I don't want you to be in the same position. What happened with me when you have got little child, you have to work, you have to be for children, you have to, and everything to do in your own. So, yeah. So, yeah. In and, sure and, as- yeah. In your own, um, a personal story always, you know, is very is very powerful. Yes, yes, for sure. Yeah, and um, uh, I'm I'm so happy to do this because uh, you know it's it's natural come to me because I don't definitely I need now I based on my knowledge because I had to be registered financial advisor went through all courses and everything. It's important to have a knowledge, but seriously, what is important for people to understand to grasp the importance of having insurance as yeah. a personal story and that insurance product designed for reason. People yeah. need to have a plan before anything happened. Yeah. Even if you haven't got money, this is my philosophy. Even if your budget is very low, you still need to have at least something. It's better than having nothing because Absolutely. it gives you time to breathe. The plan protection plan is give time to breathe for people and rearrange their, their life. Yeah. So you set up Safe and Sure from the start, from scratch in Auckland, and then you, and then you came. But it was really because you just wanted to make sure that you know people that had lost their loved ones didn't end up in the same situation as you. Really, was a part of your motivation too, wasn't it? Um, yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So so you so you set that up in Auckland and then came here because your daughter was at university. Really, yeah. was that right? Yeah, that's, yes, that's a very good question. Um, I've been in Auckland for, after when I moved to Auckland, uh, about 12 years. And that 12 years, that's when I started running my business. And uh, I went through a lot of ups and downs, but I'm very pleased I actually take that journey. And uh, it's enough, it's helped me to build a business, to help my daughter to grow, to be uh, when she need me at the most important time. And uh, when she finished, she went to Dunedin to Otago University to study biomedicine. Yeah. And uh, I thought, you know, um, yes, I have got uh, lots of clients in, in Auckland, but I'm sure in South Island there will be another opportunity, So, which has allowed me to be close to my daughter, to keep supporting her, but also keep building uh, business, uh, keep building, keep seeing the people. And to my surprise, South Island have got lesser advisors than North Island. And there is a vast opportunity for work. 
uh, for advisors just to, to, to deal with people because lots of people have no idea what is insurance for and why do they need insurance. And also, of course, KiwiSaver, which is another very important thing. And being as an immigrant, I found that, especially in Dunedin, there's lots of New, lots of uh, immigrants and uh, Dunedin is great opportunity for new people, for new jobs and everything. So, yeah, I can see my 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 presence in Dunedin would be definitely for goods. Yeah. yeah. I will be very helpful for people. Yeah. So you, you've sort of already touched on why insurance is really important um, and KiwiSaver, I guess. Um, is there anything more you want to say about that? or, or Yes. Yeah. Yes, definitely. KiwiSaver. A lot of people thinking, oh, KiwiSaver, you know, that's another extra dollars to pay for every week, every month. What I found, even my own personal experience, I, I was self-employed for last 12 years. Uh, and uh, I always knew government giving $520 mm. for every 1000 a year paying through your own pocket to KiwiSaver. Why would I lose this opportunity? I won't. Yeah, it's a no-brainer, isn't it? And and $23 minimum you invested into KiwiSaver because you are self-employed. And uh, it's building up, building up. And for 10 years, I built up from small amount, and it was like thirty, forty thousand, 40000 And that was helped me part of this to buy the house. So yes. for, for new buyers, don't waste the time. Please start putting minimum $23 because you get money from the government. Plus, if you are dealing with good advisor who would able to place your Kiwi scheme, Kiwi Saver scheme into the right company, they will give you better growth on your funding. So yes. that's, that's why people need advisor. Uh, lots of employment, they are usually contributing 2% or 4% from the salary, and that's fine. But it's usually by default. It could be with the bank or with some other company. It's important for people to know where their fund is. And if they will be dealing with advisor directly like me, for example, because I do provide uh, uh, advice on KiwiSaver as well. So I can usually place people in, on, on, on a good company where they will get good outcome for shorter period period of time that's another uh, quality in my service i provide a, yeah. a part that i do medical insurance life insurance trauma income protection and mortgage protection so in your opinion what are the minimum what's apart from kiwi saver the minimum insurance you think people should have okay What's happened in the, in, in the country just now, uh, there is a lack of medical, uh, medical professionals. And uh, this is the huge problem. And uh, medical insurance from, from professional advice is absolutely necessity to have in the country. Because yeah. if people have medical insurance, it's allowed them to have a medical, a medical service much faster to get through their specialist and also it saves your budget your savings you don't need to dig into your savings because uh, uh, a specialist visit for example is like four hundred dollars per one it, it's quite a lot of money or if you need to uh, like uh, any test or any surgery i mean it's huge and if you 
think that you're going to do that through the public hospital. No, it used to be six months uh, waiting on the waiting list. Now it's one year. And I wouldn't even surprise if it will be more because even well, now, after what's happened with, with the virus and everything, medical insurance is necessity to have. It's quite, it is um, a bit dependent on your urgency, isn't it? Like, I, Correct. you know, I, I, I mean, I feel for the health system. Um, I mean, obviously, there's lots of issues there, but that's another story. But yeah, mm, um, mm, you're, yeah. you're right. But um, mm. yeah. So what about, what about, mm-hmm. what do you say to people who can't afford it though? Okay. Okay. Life insurance, uh, like a medical insurance is one and life insurance is another. With the medical insurance, they have got excesses, like excesses which allow to people to save on their budget. So, if, you know, maybe they can use excess, higher excess, but the budget, will, or at least they can have surgery and test option. Okay, if yeah. they don't have specialists, at least some. So even medical insurance is a, is, is a package they have got options that you choose yeah. according to your budget. That's number so, one. It's just yeah. a matter to know a little bit more what is available. And yeah. life insurance is very cheap. Like what life insurance, yeah. uh, again, if you have got a young family and your children, uh, it's, it's, it's very important to have life insurance, like half a million for 25 uh, years old, uh, uh, you know, male or female, uh, it's it's like thirty forty dollars. I mean, per month. It's still it's okay. You just keep it there. Maybe you save on a cup of coffee, or maybe you just save on some go to the movie. But yeah. always keep that insurance as a as a importance and necessity. And life yeah. insurance is not so life and medical. This is the key. That's important. Uh, start with uh, yeah. uh, having protection plan. And as you get older. Um you know, which we've done, as your kids get older, you can reduce sort of the amount, like maybe not, you don't need $500,000 cover when you're when you're a bit older and your kids are growing up and you've, you're both working, you know, you can reduce it quite a bit as you, you know, as your circumstances change. Um, yeah, medical insurance is a hard one, eh? I don't think a lot of people have it. A lot of people just don't prioritise it, but I know what you're saying. Um, it's, it's, you know, and people, it is really... That's good advice that, you know, there's a lot of flexibility in it, isn't there? Like, um, yes, you know, it's um, just people should know that advisor service is free, free of charge. Just yeah. spend, uh, just invest half yeah. of the, half of like a half an hour, 30 minutes for that 30 minutes. Yeah. It's surprised how much you would know and that you yeah. suddenly see, actually, yes, I do have opportunity. And yeah. it's just giving you peace of mind when you. So, yeah, so will you see people for a for a consultation for free that first half, you know, the first initial time they contact you uh, just for advice? Is that okay? Uh, how does tell me tell me how your service works? Okay, how it's work. My service is free, even from their day one to the point when they have got a, a policy uh, provided by advisor. And to the point where I look after them during the lifetime policy, it's all free. So yeah. I become like their friend. And uh, we're not only helping in insurance, we're also helping in, in uh, uh, with lawyer, uh, sort of for like a contact. It's like a holistic service, you know, yeah, just awesome. to, to, to uh, delegate to other people yeah. whatever needs they, they need. have. Yeah. So 
I, undif- I usually advise that I identify their needs and then we'll tell them, okay, you need that and that and that. And we give them option. We give them informative. So they, they made informative decision, yeah. but we provide them information. It's all free. They yeah. don't need to be worried. Even if they have no obligation, even if they're not taking, it's still better to have at least to get that knowledge. Awesome. So you're welcome to come. And I, I, I'm very tell happy. Me, tell me how they can contact you. And- okay. Uh, they can contact me. Uh, uh, it's easy. Like Svetlana Young, Y-O-U-N-G, financial advisor. Just type on Google and it will come all information about Safe Insure and, and me as a, as a, as a, as a, as advisor. Or type www.safeinsure, which is S-A-F-E-N-S-U-R-E.net.nz, safeinsure.net.nz. That's a website or my phone number 027 289 awesome. Please call me and I'll organize Zoom meeting regardless wherever you are. Yeah, awesome. That's so good. Okay. Um, well, kia ora for, 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 for being my guest today. And I, that was really um, interesting to hear about your, um, you know, how you got here and, and your role now. And it's a valuable service that you're offering um, you know, to our listeners. Um, thank you, Jeff at ORFM for hosting us again today. Um, and remember at Citizens Advice Bureau that, you know, we help people to know and understand their rights. So if you didn't catch the information about how to contact Svetlana, then you can ask us. We are available for, in Dunedin, 4716166 or nationwide 0800-367-222, but that may not be answered in Dunedin. Yeah, or visit our website, www.cab.org.nz. So thank you. Thank you, uh, Anna, and thank you for giving me opportunity to introduce myself. It's my pleasure, and if any need my help, I'm always there for you guys. Awesome. Thank, thank you. This podcast was produced by ORFM Dunedin with support from New Zealand On the Air.